welcome back to the Perspective Podcast. Episode next. I love that. It's really easy to remember. What are we talking about today? You have the topic. Man. I think just the value of time. Is that what I said yesterday? Maybe. I think I was just thinking about it. I was like, what, we have 168 hours in a week and just like how we're spending each and every moment is just really intentional. It's also like a number one excuse that we hear. I don't have enough time. Ooh, yeah. That's understandable. I just think it's really valuable. I don't think we truly see that. Which isn't true. Yeah, we have enough time. You have enough time for whatever you want, right? Like, How do you not have enough time for something? Your deepest commitment. Going back to Randy. Yeah. Randy conversation. Um, It's just that we put ourselves, I think, as... I heard once in a time debt situation. Got it. The Benhams, I think we're talking about that. Yeah. Well, actually it was Eric, Eric Beck. Um, Nature man. Yeah. Which he does a really good job of explaining it. But how we, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, how do you schedule your time? Like, how do you choose to spend your time? Typically going through and making a to-do list of things I'm supposed to check off requirements, whether business or personal. It seems like I'm married to the task. Like it's, yeah, it's occurring to me. I don't necessarily like that now that I think about it. You know, I think we all have, obviously we all have the same amount of time, right? So what really separates us from anybody else? How we're keeping track of it? Just how we choose to spend it, right? At the end of the day, I mean, Tiger Woods doesn't have any more time than I do. Like, there's nothing different about him than me. Man, that's good. You know, he just chose to spend his time doing a whole lot of practicing on golf, right? And, I mean, I know that's a really low-level example, but that's the truth. Pick anybody. There's a quote I heard listening to another book that was... um, Don't make my, hang on, I got to think about this. It's going to come back to me. I don't remember right now. It was a fleeting thought, but it was a really quote. It it was a really good quote about, like, don't make my, it wasn't superiority, but, man, it starts with that, I don't know. Don't make my something, you know, you're, it's just giving you an out basically at the end of the day, right? So it's really easy for us. Here's the example, right? It's really easy for us to sit back and be like, wow, that guy is just really good and gifted at that. Like Tiger Woods is just really gifted golfer. Like he's just really good at that. What we're doing, if we're not careful in that moment, what we're doing is we're letting ourselves off the hook for it, right? So I'm mean, going think of somebody, Ooh, man, that guy's, that guy's just a, he's a really good dad. Like he's just really gifted parent and he's always He's just really good at being present with his kids. Like what you're doing in that moment is you're letting yourself off the hook. Extraordinary. You're saying this person's extraordinary at something. And all you're doing is letting yourself off the hook. That person doesn't have anything different than you do. You have the same amount of time, same amount of resources, everything. When you came into this world, it's just the only thing that separates us really is how we chose, how we choose to spend our time. That's it. And a lot of times when we say, man, that person's so gift. He's just so good at that. Like, we're letting ourselves off the hook to be that. And that's good. 
And that's perspective to see it too. I mean, it's easy to look at a Logan Paul or Mr. Beast and say, man, they're just built for vlogging. How many times have we heard that in the marketing world, right? Like we want to have this, you know, we want to be these guys. Everybody sees the viral videos or these crazy things that these guys do now, but they don't, what they don't see is the seven, even, even these guys are up saying it on their platforms, but nobody pays attention to it. The seven years that it took for them grinding, putting out videos every single day for seven years. And nobody saw. That nobody saw. And now everybody wants, you know, everybody wants to shortcut when you didn't want to spend your time that way. It's not a, there's no secret to it. It's a 10,000 hour rule, right? I mean, it's, you want to be a master at something, spend 10,000 hours doing it, period. It is interesting to look at, I think, a lot of people that we know from the marketing world. Not a lot of people, I guess. But I think it just, it literally covers every industry. And I don't think necessarily whether it's a, somebody that's new in the industry or somebody that's been there for a while, but a lot of people think there's a secret sauce for a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, we hear it all the time. Even for this video or that video or this post or social media, what's the secret sauce for it? I mean, you want a secret sauce? Yeah, it's consistency. What's yeah. consistency at the end of the day? It's doing the same thing over and over again, spending your time the same way over and over again. I mean, that's what consistency is. That's good. But we catch ourselves in that maybe it's the millennial mindset, but it's you want it. We want things now. We want the stuff to happen now. And I get there too, but it takes time. And we rob our, what happens is, is we want something that takes a long time to get. And so we try to pull that forward. And what we end up getting is, you know, a microwave pizza versus a deep dish pizza right you can get a microwave pizza really really quick dude you're on it today and a lot quicker i know but it's not going to be a deep dish giordano's where you're going to sit down and wait for 45 minutes for that to cook i mean is one good like sure but is it the true depth of what you really could have no of course it's not it's a false reality of what you could have and i feel like a lot of times we live our lives the same way we want we want to have the nice car. We want to have the nice home. We want to have the nice this or that. And so what we do is we go out and we bring it forward. We bring that forward. We don't take the time and the energy and the effort that we really should to get those items. And we pull it forward. And what we do is we cheapen it because then we cheapen the experience around it. That's good. And, you know, it's like the sports analogy. You know, when when you play sports, I know you didn't play a lot of sports, but when you played sports. You're talking to me. Yeah. Uh, and you have a blowout game. Like you go home kind of feeling like, yay, it was it w- didn't mean anything. There was no significance to that it. That never happened to me. <laughs> but there's no significance to it. But you go through one where you had to fight and give everything you had and you're on the sidelines at the end of a soccer game, toast, and you cramped up three times and you barely won in a shootout. Like all of a sudden that was... Like that's the game you remember. That's the one that, that was significant. Well, what's the difference there? Hmm. One side you fought more, it was harder, took more of you, literally took your all. Right, you leave it all on the field. Yeah, the feeling that you left it all there. Yeah, versus the other way, maybe not as much expended energy or time or resources. Right. And I think we just do, I think we do that with our time a lot. You know, we, we get in these scrolling 
type of reality where we always want to see something else. Like it literally, I mean, there's a whole, hopefully it's starting to come out more and more mainstream now, but like the side effects of what scrolling, even, even checking email and all these things on a regular basis, like the little bit of dopamine that it releases every time you check for your notification, like how many times we go to Instagram every day, and see if there's any new notifications and or Facebook or whatever, or your email, like how many times you check your email every day for a new email or the minute that it goes off, it's like, Oh, got to check it out. Like we have this, like a mouse in a maze. We have this mindset of like a squirrel, you know, squirrel chasing that like, Oh, boom, boom, boom. Like our attention is everywhere and we don't have this deep focus. And what we didn't realize. And I think more people are realizing now is, I mean, there's a cost to that because you're not focused. You're not you're not like truly spending your time focused going after something. You're spending it here, 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 whatever comes in front of you. And you're, it also has significant health uh, impacts too. Like it changes your breathing. It changes a whole lot of things just when you're looking at, and it's not just a screen thing, but it's, it's like that notification type thing where you're always looking for the next thing. Your brain's always searching for it. Yeah. It's really dangerous. Like, the more conscious we can be, you know, back on time, right? The more conscious we can be and intentional, really, about how we're spending our time. Um, I just believe that that's how we're supposed to live. You know, we are, we were created for a reason and for a purpose. And and that's where I like to take people back to. Because if, if you don't understand, even if you don't have the same belief system as me, that's fine. But if you don't have a foundation of how you got here or why you're here, then it's going to be really difficult for us to talk about how we're spending our time because our differences are, if you just happen to be here, then you're probably just going to happen to spend your time however you see fit. Right. But if we're here for a purpose and there's a creator that put us here, then that means that there's a reason that we're here. And if there's a reason that we're here, then we probably should be spending our time in a very certain way to accomplish that purpose and that reason. What can we do to, be more intentional with our time. <clears throat> I think you have to, at the end of the day, you have to find what works for you, right? I mean, I know a lot of successful people that use time blocking, so they will block out certain times of their day to check email and certain times of their day to make new phone calls, let's say, and then certain times of their day to work on this project or that project. And they block out certain times because... I think the hassle, and, and I fight this all the time, the problem that we a lot of times face is we get into things that we don't really know. And again, Eric, man, maybe we should, we can't really link another podcast, but if you look up expert ownership, I think one of them on the podcast on iTunes, one of them is called Time Debt, I think. And he has a really good way of going about this. Um, and I'm going to cheapen it down a little bit, but a lot of our difficulty becomes in we just don't understand how long a project is going to take. And so we get into these projects and all of a sudden we spent four hours on something when we really didn't have four hours to spend on that project that day. And that project didn't need to be done that day anyway, but we ended up spending four hours on this thing when we could have just spent two hours of blocked time and then come back to it if we were really structured on um, and still met our deadline whenever that needed to be done. But we don't, a lot of times we're not organized enough to really do that. And so one of the things that he does is, you know, 
is you sit down and you do a brain dump, you know, like I like to do this on the weekends. So you just sit down with a piece of paper and you just write literally for as long as you can, as many things that are present top of mind for you that you know you've got to accomplish and you write them all down. And I mean, you're going to be surprised at how many there are, you know, um, I typically won't have less than 30 things. Any sort of task. On a list. Yeah. And House stuff, business stuff. Could be whatever. Things that are on your mind. Because here's what's interesting, right? All those are floating around and wasting men- mental energy in your head. If you don't have a plan for when that's going to get done, your mind is not resting. Because it's like, when are we going to do this? When are we going to get this done? Like, you're not truly resting. Because you have unresolved, like you have unplanned, unorganized chaos. Like confusion Confusion, we are not supposed to live in confusion. <laughs> it is the opposite of how we were designed. So anyway, off of that rabbit trail, but write it all down. And then you go through the list one by one and you write an estimated time for each item. And then you prioritize each one as well. And then you go to your calendar and you map out your calendar for whatever time you allotted. Some of them might be, I mean, let me think of an example. Like like maybe your project is dependent on other people, you know, but then but then you map it out to this certain phase. Like maybe this is a this is gonna take a month to fully get done. Um, but on this day I'm gonna spend two hours on it and get it to this stage. And so that's what you're doing when you're going down that list. And then you put it and you just plug in your calendar accordingly. Remember your priorities, you know, and however else you schedule out the rest of your day, but as far as your to-dos and the things that are on your mind. And now you have it on your calendar. And if you're very disciplined about it and you don't rob yourself in those moments, you'll get to the end of your week way more accomplished than you ever thought you would. That's good. And you'll get those tasks done further. See, we get ourselves into this mindset that we can multitask, which is a farce. Yeah, there's no You way. can't. But with our computers or our phone, I mean, if you're working on your phone or your computer, like it take, you have to be incredibly intentional and disciplined about what you're doing to not get distracted. And this is me. I have, like, on my computer right now, I probably have five windows open. My browser probably has 10 different tabs on it. And just 10. I probably that's got low. three or four other. That's just my one browser. That's Chrome. And I probably have three other programs that are open with projects somewhere in the works on them. And, like, that's horrible for you, really. Because what happens is you start on this one and then, oh, this email came in. And so, yeah, I got to answer this email because it has to be done right now. Why? Why does that have to be done right now? But but our brain thinks, oh, I'm being productive. And no, you're not. Because you have no idea how long it takes your brain to actually shift and to go into this mode and then jump back into this. Like the amount of time that we waste is incredible. Whereas if we did the time blocking, and I'm speaking to myself, if we did the time blocking and we stuck to, no, this is the time that I said I was going to do a podcast, 8.30 to 9 o'clock. Like, that's when I'm going to do the podcast. I'm not going to check my email. I'm not going to do anything else. Like, I'm going to be here, fully present, full self. And I'm going to give myself to this. And then after 9 o'clock, I'm going to jump into phone calls and follow-ups on some deals that we have going on. But I can't. I don't want to rob myself of this time right now because it's going to help you be more present, intentional of how you're spending your time. And I believe you'll get to the end of your week feeling like, wow, that was like a really... I think you'll be tired, but I think it's going to be a really good, rewarding tired. That's good. I have been that level of tired before. I know we don't have the sports uh, paradigm together, but I definitely could align with that. Man, that's good. 
Jesse Itzler's so good at this. Jesse Itzler, he has this, I don't know if it's a program or what it is, but he tries to squeeze so much into a day. Like, I, I can't remember it's the term that he uses, but it's something like, like he's going to be, I don't know, like maybe he's going to live to this certain age, but he's not really. He's just going to squeeze so much into one day that normally it would take people a week to do that. And he squeezes it all into a day. Like he just goes nonstop. Yeah, he's insane. But he just has no downtime. He just keeps going. And at the end of the day, like, yeah, you're tired, but you're going to get really good rest. You were really structured about it. Like you do it the right way. I mean, we were put here to work, you know, different conversation. But that's why we were created. One of the reasons. Leads up to another potential podcast. Yeah. Time is important. Stop. I challenge challenge you. Like, here's my challenge for today, right? Like, catch yourself the next time you you say, I don't have enough time. Because that's just an excuse and it's a lie. You did have enough time. You chose not to do it. And that's okay. Like, nobody's here judging you. I didn't. Here's what I try to say, right? Like, I didn't make the time for it. Period. It just, it wasn't a priority and I didn't get it done. I did have time to do it. Like we do have time to do whatever we want to do because it's our choice to how we spend our time. Take ownership of it and say, I didn't do it. It wasn't, a, it just wasn't a priority to be honest. And then reevaluate. Maybe it should have been. Then go back and reevaluate and change it. So you do have time to do that. Yeah, you're still in control. Don't beat yourself up over it. Yeah. You don't have time to play with my kids. That's a lie. You do have time. You have time to do whatever. You're not making time to do it, which is your choice. So don't make an excuse out of it. Put yourself, take responsibility, put yourself in the ownership role. Say, no, I didn't make time for it. And That's good. You don't make time for things that you don't value. Like you want to find out what's valuable to you? Do an audit on your time for the last week. Oof, Go write good. down everything that you did in the last week. You'll find out. Like everybody wants to figure out what are my core values and spend all this time on core values. I'll tell you what your core values are. Go look at how you spent your last week. That's what your core values are. It doesn't matter what you write and put on the wall. It matters how you actually spend your time. So go back and look at the last week. Write down how you spent your time. Are you okay with that? If not, take responsibility for it. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, you take then responsibility for it either way yeah. as well. That's good. Time. I feel like we should play the NF song now. Yeah, we can't afford that licensing. <laughs> Enough, please sponsor us so we can use your music in our podcast. He might. He might. Let's go, Nate. I'll hit him up. We're going to Michigan. We're going to find him. We will see you guys on the next one. I think we're jumping into the flippity flop. <laughs>